welcome to the Dynamic Company Culture Spotlight Podcast. I am David Lindsay, co-founder, lead educator, and speaker at Phenom Leap Education. At Phenom Leap Education, we believe people have so much more inside of them than they realize. And through our services, we help them become the best versions of themselves possible. Beyond the individual, we also believe that company culture is such a large part in creating a business that not only survives, but will thrive through the tough times as we have all been through the last few years. So over the next 20 to 30 minutes, we'll be shining a spotlight on businesses that have achieved this and how you may be able to incorporate some of their ideas and philosophies into your business. Stick around until the end and I'll reveal how you can become a guest on a future podcast. Now is the time to sit back, take down some notes and enjoy this episode of the Dynamic Company Culture Spotlight Podcast. In today's episode, we have owner of SEO Optimizers, Brendan Lipowitz. Brendan, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into the whole SEO world? Yeah, my name is Brandon Lebowitz, and I've been involved with digital marketing since 2007, kind of just fell into it, wasn't planning on it, but got my degree <laughs> in business marketing. And the first job I got out of school was helping a company out with their digital marketing. And that was doing SEO, doing social media, helping out with paid ads, <clears throat> doing email marketing, kind of doing it all for them. And after working there for a few months, just realized that everyone's probably going to have a website in the future. And there's a lot of different ways to get traffic. And everything I mentioned definitely works. But I just focused more on SEO because I was like, hey, free traffic sounds better than paying Google ads or anything else. So focused on that over the years, working at different advertising agencies and as a director of SEO and before work or after work on my lunch breaks, I'd work on my own company and built it up to where I was able to quit my job and been doing this ever since beautiful and yeah because one thing that you mentioned just there is where you you can go out there and pay for the google ads you can pay for all this sort of stuff and i'm quite naive when it does come to this side of things would you also be able to explain a little bit about seos because i know that they're not immediate they are long term but once you get the ball rolling you know it it will pay for itself many times over yeah, it just takes time. Unfortunately, SEO is not immediate. So if you're on immediate results, run paid ads. That's how you get that traction right away. But SEO is more of a long-term play where you have to build that trust up from Google to want to rank you because there's a lot of other websites out there that Google probably trust more than you. And you have to show Google that you're a real trustworthy, reliable business that's not scamming, hacking, or doing anything weird and malicious to people. Yeah, and... I like I know that this this is your bread and butter. So you brought up trust a couple of times with that Google has to trust you that you're a legit business that you're not a spammer, you're not all this sort of stuff. What's a couple of ways that you've helped some businesses really um, increase that trust with Google to get themselves up? Because I've done a bit of reading on you. Obviously, I I like to know who I'm talking to, and you said that you've got some companies you've elevated them to an insane amount. So what's a couple of little tips that people might be able to take away to build the trust and to build their ranking on Google? Yeah, no, building trust is not easy. So <laughs> I mean, Google looks at how old your website is. So how old that URL, not your website, but the domain name. So oh, if you're thinking about starting a business, 
I'd buy that domain name right now. Even if you put up a coming soon under construction little logo on the page, that still helps build that age up of your website. Because if you're a brand new website, Google just looks at you and says, all right, we don't believe you are. Yeah, it looks a little sketchy. So because a lot of like this hacker fly by night sites will be brand new sites. So if your website's been around for a couple of years, even if there's no website built on it, but you have that domain name, it's building up some trust with Google. A lot of people would even just buy expired domains from old websites, competitors that went out of business and use their domain name because that has all this SEO value built into it, all this trust and age and- So that transfers across, does it? Like, sorry sorry to interrupt, but that just, like, so if you buy um, a domain name that's expired, the SEO transfers across, does it? It doesn't just go with with the old people. Um, It doesn't transfer completely, but I'd say maybe like half of it. A couple of years ago, it was like 70, 80% would be passed on, but too many people would buy old domain names, mm. 301 redirect them to their website, and they would get the majority of that SEO value from that website. So yeah. it doesn't work as well as it used to, but it still does work for sure because Google looks at how old that domain name is, and that helps build some trust up. Yeah. Another way to build trust is by building what are called backlinks, getting other websites to talk about you. So yeah. the more websites that talk about you, the more trustworthy Google sees you as. So a backlink is just a clickable link from another website that points to yours. So if you're reading, let's say an article on entrepreneur.com and there you see the word brand in Leibowitz. And if you could click on it and it goes to my website, I'd be getting a backlink from entrepreneur.com. So the more clickable links on other websites that point to yours, the more trustworthy Google sees you as it's like a vote. It's like that website is voting saying, we trust you. We believe that you're a legitimate, credible business. So what you want to do is really get backlinks. Backlinks are really going to move you up those rankings, but you have to be careful with the backlinks. It's not just build backlinks just to build them. In the past, it was if I have 100 and you have 200, you would rank higher than me. Now it's not the number of backlinks. It's actually the number of quality backlinks. And a quality backlink to Google means that this backlink needs to be from an, a related site. can't just be any random site linking out to you. So if you're a restaurant and you're getting a backlink from a doctor, that looks a little weird. Like, why is a doctor <laughs> linking out to a restaurant? Yeah. But if you're a restaurant and you're getting a backlink from other websites related to food, it doesn't have to be a like restaurant. Like a food magazine anything. or something like that? Yep. Anything summit related. That's what Google's looking for. Yeah. I, I like that. I had no idea because I've watched a couple of videos of you and it, that was something that really sparked my interest was this whole backlink back link, um, way of really increasing your SEO and increasing your visibility. I, I like the way how you, you've explained there that it doesn't just matter if you have a thousand of them because if, if there are a thousand um, companies or websites that aren't credible, well, then their rank is lower than if like you were to get one from a financial company or you were to get one from a magazine would surely bump you up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's all about that relevancy. Yeah. That's what Google's really looking for is when someone's searching for a keyword on Google, they want to make sure that your website is relevant to that search, that keyword, whatever people are searching for. So you have to have that keyword on your website, but then Google says, all right, we see that you put the keyword in there, but we don't believe you. So the backlinks yeah. build that trust up. And they need to be from relevant website. Everything comes down to relevancy. The more relevant the backlinks are, the content is on your website, 
it's more likely Google is going to show you when someone searches for those keywords. Yeah. And when, when you talk about keywords, are you specifically talking about uh, like hashtags or just words that are in general in, in the um, copywriting of your website? No, keywords are whatever people search on Google. So whatever someone types into Google, that's a keyword. So if it's one word, two words, 10 words, that's still a keyword to Google or yeah. what we're talking about. Or if they put a pound sign in front of it using the hashtag, but not many people will do that. They're yeah. not really going to Google and searching for hashtags. Some people <laughs> might, definitely a lot of people are, but most people are probably not doing that. So, but if someone is, and you want to rank for that keyword, then that would be the keyword that you're targeting. And that's where you got to do keyword research and figure out what are people actually searching? Because there's probably some keywords that are out there that people search with hashtags on yeah. Google. Majority probably not, but there's some are, and you could dig around and find them that are relevant to your business and then incorporate them into the content on your website. Then you'll hopefully emerge and rank I'll for those. That a little bit. Cause that, that's something that I was going to ask. So is there a way that you as being an expert in the SEO world that you can go and find out what, you know, 10,000 people, what their keywords are, or um, is there some little, I don't want to say loophole, but some way that you can find something that other people can't. Well, no, Google gives you the cheat code right there. They have this oh, they do. called the Google keyword planner. It's a free oh. tool from Google that will show you exactly how many people search for that keyword. So you can put a keyword in there or 20 or whatever, however many you want to put in there. Google's going to show you how many people search for that keyword every single month because it's not really for SEO. It's really for Google ads because if you're spending money on ads, Google's like, all right, if you want to spend money and bid on this keyword restaurant near me, you're going to get 20,000 people that search for it every single month. This is how much it's going to cost per click. So you can kind of budget yourself out. So it's not really for SEO, but it does help out a lot for SEO. It certainly really. does help. Yeah, help bump it up that little bit. and. Along with that, because I've I've heard people as well in the past, you know, talk about different algorithms. Do they change algorithms with SEO? And like, how would a lay person like myself be able to pick up on on li little subtle changes as well? Because no doubt that a little change makes a big difference at the end result. I mean, Google changes every single day, so yeah. trying to figure out what Google's doing is going to drive you crazy, <laughs> and you're never going to figure it out. What we care about is who's on that first page of Google and how much SEO have they done and how could we do a better job of it? That's all that really matters is who's ranking for your keywords and what have they done? It's not, let's figure out Google because tomorrow it's going to change yeah. and the next day it's going to change yeah. and it's going to keep changing indefinitely, but your competitors are what you really want to look at. Yeah. So, and I guess we, especially with what's happened the last three years, you know, with the whole everything getting swept upside down and shaken around it's now no longer just our competitors that are in our local area but it's the competitors that are global really so what what's a way that you really try and keep a couple of steps ahead of the game really i mean the best thing is look at their backlinks i could see your backlinks you could see my backlinks using different tools you have to pay for it yeah. but these tools are worth their money because they'll show you everything you want to know about your competitors, exactly what they're doing and how you could kind of incorporate that strategy into your own website. You have to pay for these tools, yeah. but they're worth it. There's a couple of big ones like Ahrefs or Moz or SEMrush. They're all pretty similar. So you just kind of pick one, yeah. buy that tool and use that to, to kind of research your competitors and see what's going on. Because if they're on that first page of Google, they're doing something right. And you can look at their backlinks using yeah. those tools. 
Because I guess as well, that's where someone would get you uh, with your SEO optimizing company. They'd get you and you'd, you'd have those tools. You know the shortcuts and you know exactly what you're looking for. Like, because with me, I'd be typing away. I'd spend hours and come up with nothing. Whereas you know exactly sort of what, what you're looking for, what the competitors are looking for. Uh, yeah, and so is that something that you'd really help help your clients with? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, that's so very important. It's kind of laying the foundation for everything. Yeah. So help them out with pretty much everything for SEO, kind of do it for them. Unless they want to learn and do it themselves, which usually is going to be a lot of time and work. It's a lot better just kind of passing on. But yeah. if they want to learn, I could teach them. But usually I'll just go in and optimize the website, go in and clean up all the coding, put all the keywords in the right areas, and then start building those backlinks to get Google to trust you more. Yeah. And I know it's incredibly messy, but is that something that you also offer where you could go in with the person, like basically go alongside of them and go, this is what we're looking for. We're looking for A, B, and C, and this is the relevance of it. Is that something that you offer as well? Mm -hmm. Yep. Definitely look at the analysis of their website, looking at their competitors' websites and do that for free because with SEO, it's not really a one size fits all. So everyone, I need to check out their website before I work with them and check out the competitors to see, is this possible? Can I rank you for those keywords or is it just too competitive or what's the game plan? Because some websites will move quickly. Some will take a lot longer. So it's just trying to figure out what they're doing versus the competitors and where the disconnect is. Yeah. And like from, from my world as well, my world's, my background's all about sporting and then it's about taking philosophies from sport and bring them to corporate world. And something that we do with that is, you know, in all sports, we have certain positions which have certain skill sets and requirements. Like at me as a speaker, I'm not there to figure out SEOs, but that's where someone like me would employ someone like you because that's your bread and butter. You know that inside out, upside down, back to front, and you can just speed the process up a lot more than someone like I would be able to do it. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Because if you do the wrong things, it's going to do more harm than good. So especially the backlinks. Those are yeah. where you got to be careful with those and make sure you get relevant sites that are going to move you up instead of doing more harm because the yeah. backlinks are very tricky. Yeah, and do you, like, I know that we spoke about earlier on where SEOs, they take a little while to get traction. Would you also recommend doing the paid ads short term while you're working on the SEO and then once that gets traction almost like doing a hybrid um, marketing campaign yeah no definitely if they want that immediate traction they want to run some paid ads because it's going to take some time to see any real results from SEO until you built the trust up from Google building those backlinks so the Google ads or paid ads whatever platform you're on definitely work. It's just make sure you get a positive return on ad spend and making sure that you get more than you're putting in back. But as long as you're making more, I would just keep pushing those ads. They do definitely work. And there are tons of different types of ads that you can run, like Google, just text ads, based search-based ads. When you search on Google, those ads that you see at the top, those are very expensive. They're maybe <laughs> a couple dollars per click. So they charge per click. It could be Couple so that, that could click. bump up like crazy. You like if they charging per click. If you were to get a thousand clicks on it, depending on where on how much you turn over from that, that could get very expensive very quickly, no doubt. Mm-hmm. That's why you set daily budgets so you don't go crazy and 
blow through all your money. And that's why Google shows you how many people search for those keywords every single month. So you kind of budget it out and yeah. plan ahead a little bit. Yeah. So that that's where you'd sort of get that going. And then like once you're building momentum and that would also, does that help bump up your SEO? If you have these ads that are sponsored by Google, does that help or is that completely separate? No, they're separate. Otherwise, <laughs> Google would be sued. I just thought there might be a way to, Yeah. And like, I know that there's no one size fit, fits all, but how long does it generally take for, for an average sort of business? Like you mentioned before, a restaurant, how long does it take that to sort of get up in the SEO rankings? Is it like roughly a three month wait, a six month wait, a 12 month wait? Yeah, that's where I have to look at their website and analyze it. If they're a brand new restaurant, it's going to take a lot longer than a restaurant that's had a website for 10 years. Yeah. Even if they've never done any SEO, but they have that website for 10 years, yeah. me going in and optimizing, it's going to just pretty much shoot it up almost instantaneously versus a brand new website. I go in and optimize it. It's not going to move for a while because Google just doesn't trust it. And also depends what city you're in. If you're in, yeah. like where I live, Los Angeles, there's a lot of restaurants <laughs> and there's only 10 spots on that first page of Google. Yeah. Whereas if you're in some obscure, tiny little city with five restaurants, then you should be okay. Because if there's five restaurants, there's only 10 spots on that first page of Google. So you should be able to get there pretty quickly and easily. Yeah. So that's where that competitive analysis, where I just got researched the competitors versus their website. And then I can really give them a game plan, but it's tough to say on average, maybe yeah. six months, but it could be a lot longer. It could be a lot shorter. It really varies. Yeah. But I guess I, that's where especially nowadays people do want instant instant success but we all know that instant success is a dream it doesn't happen it's putting in the hours upon hours upon hours of work practice training in order to i guess in sports or in martial arts you work your way up the belts whereas with seo you work your way up the rankings it's not an overnight success it takes a long time to get your black belt no, it takes a lot of patience and working hard at it to get that traction. So yeah. I always tell people, just be patient. Got to be patient with it all. Don't expect immediate <laughs> results. Unfortunately, if you want the immediate results, run those paid ads. But SEO is more of a long play. Yeah. And also a lot more cost effective as well. Like if you said, if you have to pay a dollar, a dollar one, a dollar two per click, and you're getting thousands of clicks compared to the SEO where because SEO, once you get it set up, is there an ongoing payment with that? Or is that just constantly putting out articles, constantly revamping your website? Like what really helps to keep it up there once you do get there? Yeah, no, you got to maintain those rankings because there's only 10 spots on yeah. that first page. So you're knocking someone off and they're going to look at what you've done and try to build more quality backlinks than you have. So yeah. Essentially, it just comes back to those backlinks. You got to build more backlinks in your competitors that are quality and relevant. Yeah. And does so doing articles, having them on your web page, are they sort of irrelevant, or do they still add a little bit, but not not as much as the backlinks? No, they add. They help out, but Google is not going to really trust any of those articles, the blogs, until you get backlinks pointing at them. So yeah. the content on your website is really important because. That's what Google knows what keywords you want to target. And if you want to target more keywords, instead of just adding more pages, more services, because there's only so many services or products you could sell on your website, that's where the blogs come into play where you can start targeting 
different keywords to get people more in like the research phase yeah. where they're kind of browsing around and they don't know exactly what they're looking for, get them into your funnel. And then hopefully from the blog, then you get them to want to contact you or buy your product or service. Yeah. So there, there's, it's blown my mind really just having this little conversation with you as well. How much is actually involved in SEO and in SEO optimization, which, and it, it makes me feel happy that there are people like you that have, have companies that go out and help people like me help. Cause you, do you specialize in small to medium businesses or do you want medium to large? Like who, who is your ideal uh, customer? Um, anyone with a viable product or service that has a website, that's the main thing. So yeah. gotta make sure you're actually selling something on that or that people actually search for your keywords because if no one's searching, if you have a brand new invention and no one's searching for it, then it's not much we could really do. That's where yeah. maybe like paid ads or social media will come into play. Yeah. Cause I, I guess something like that off the top of my head, say we'll go back in time, 10 years, you you'd have an electric car and it could be the best thing. It could be Tesla 10 years ago, but no one would have even been searching that 10 years ago. So they would have had to go about it with a different strategy. Mm -hmm. That's where more awareness, branding yourself and yeah. trying to get people to actually search for that. Cause if no one's searching, there's not much you could really do with SEO. Yeah. It's sort of regardless of, of what you're doing. And then that's where paid ads would come in. And Brendan, with all of this experience that you've had, that, like you said, you did did your marketing at college. You got into SEO. You're doing it while you're working other jobs. With all of this experience that you've got now, what's some advice you would give a 15-year-old, Brendan? And say three pieces of advice. And I ask this from, from everyone because, and I make sure that it's a 15-year-old you. It's not your son, your daughter, because they're just going to go, mom, dad, you don't know anything like all kids do. So what's three pieces of advice that you'd give to a 15-year-old you? I'd probably say get a mentor. That's going to yeah. help out tremendously, trying to just learn from their mistakes and learn from what's worked for them and try to just get insights from someone else that's experienced and knows what they're doing because that's going to save you a lot of time. That yeah. one is probably the most important. <laughs> get a mentor sooner than later. Also, maybe just kind of, focus on one thing instead of trying to focus on a bunch of different things, try to focus on one thing and just hyper-focus yeah. because if you try to spread yourself too thin, it gets stuff and it's going to really be tricky. So it's a lot better to become specialized in one thing and know a bunch of other things, but be specialized in one area or field. And that's going to really help just with everything. Otherwise you're going to be jumping all over the place. <laughs> and wasting a lot of time and energy and stress mm -hmm. as well. Yep, exactly. Don't want to be doing that. So those are going to be really helpful. And then maybe just trying to just not be scared of failing, just try new things out because yeah. just learn from those mistakes and don't be hesitant. Just try out new things. And if it works, great. If not, just learn from that mistake and don't beat yourself up over it. Yeah, I, I love that. And all, all three of those, like you said, get a mentor. From my side, as you get a coach, you... And also concentrate on one thing that the specialists, like the doctor specialists, the eye specialists, they get paid a lot more because they are a specialist. They're not a generalist. So, and being able to really concentrate on that one thing makes a world of difference. And I, I love that. Don't be scared of failing. Cause I know from my background, from me, 
it took me such a long time to be not scared of failing because I always would think, what would this person think? What would that person think? What will people be laughing at me if I fail? But now it's just failing is part of life. And especially what we've been through the last two or three years. Now is a perfect time to fail because the world has, you know, it's just changed so much the last two and a half, three years. Try it and fail, fail fast, fail forward. Learn from it. Exactly. Don't be scared to fail. Just take it as a lesson and just keep moving forward. Love it. And Brendan, with like we touched briefly on who your ideal client is, and you said it's anyone that has a website. And because everything has gone online, basically, it doesn't matter where they are in the world, they can get in contact with you. Yeah, for the most part, can help out. Usually focus on English language because yeah. with SEO is a lot of content marketing. And if it's in a foreign language, it gets a little tricky. So I didn't long... think of that. So <laughs> Yeah, that's a whole nother one that didn't think of that either until I had a client come to me in a foreign language. I was like, maybe I can help out with this because I don't know how to do keyword research. I don't know how to read the language. So it makes yeah. it really tough because a lot of SEO is looking at the competitors. And if I can't understand what the competitors are doing, it's not going to help out too much. Oh, for sure. Yeah, because that's like even with this podcast, you're you're coming all the way from LA, you said. I'm coming all the way from Sydney, Australia. So it's really the last few years have opened up the world tremendously. Yes, it's tough times, but I wouldn't be doing this with you if it wasn't for the last three years, say. So it's really opened up the world to the possibility. People are more open to doing stuff online. And where can people best get in contact with you through is do you do social your your own website yeah so for everyone that's listening or watching i created a special gift for them if they go to my website at seooptimizers.com that's s-e-o-o-p-t-i-m-i-z-e-r-s.com forward slash gift and they can find that there along with my contact information and also a bunch of classes i've done over the years i've thrown up there for free so they want to see step-by-step how to do a lot of this stuff, they can watch those there. And also if they want to book some time on my calendar for a free website analysis, happy to check out their website from an SEO perspective and let them know what's working and what's not working. And they can book some time on my calendar there as well. Beautiful. So not only do they get a free gift, which I'd everyone listening or everyone watching, I'd definitely take Brendan up on, on that offer because it's not too often that people are just willing to give things away. So in order for your business to grow and thrive, we need this SEO. We need to be up. Like, like you were saying, there's only 10 spots on the top on the Google page. So we need to be in that top 10 because, or, and that's a question that you may have an answer to. I'm not sure. I just thought of it then. What's the difference from being ranked number 10, which is still on the first page, to being ranked number 11? Do people often go to that second page or third page? Not really, unless they're looking for something really, really specific, but usually not. It makes a world of difference, whether you're number 10 or number 11. It's Mm -hmm. market difference. Yeah, it makes a significant difference on how much traffic you're going to get. Yeah. So anyone that's looking to improve their SEO, go go to Brendan's website at at seooptimizers.com. Get his free thing and then his free gift and get in contact because we can all do we bumping ourselves up. That's what we're about. 
me as this podcast host, it's about sharing information, helping everyone get that little bit further forward. And I haven't spoken about SEOs before because we normally concentrate on, on, um, on staff and customer morale and all that sort of stuff. But today it was all about SEOs and how you can get up there. Because if we don't have customers, well, then what's the point in having brilliant staff? Yep. You need the customers. If not, it's like people building a website. I'm like, you can build the best website, but if you're not marketing it, you're probably not going to get that much traction. So yeah. you got to do both aspects of having a great product and service and making sure people can find it. Beautiful. And that's a lovely way to finish off. Everyone go check out Brendan because I'll be going on straight after here. I'll be going on checking it out and also getting his free gift. So get in touch. And Brendan, thank you very much for sharing the afternoon with us. Yeah, thank you for having me on today. Thank you so much for listening to the Dynamic Company Culture Spotlight podcast. If you're a successful Chief Operations Officer, Human Resource Manager, or someone that runs a successful business that also has a great company culture, and you believe that you have a story to share with the wider community and would like to be a guest on a future podcast, please visit the link below. Or if you can think of anyone who you know would be a brilliant guest on this podcast, tag them in. And as always, feel free to share this far and wide. The further we can get this podcast, the more impact we can have. So don't forget to share this on all social media platforms and help others along the way. Don't forget to tag the DCCS podcast as I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. As we post regularly, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss episodes that will possibly help your business ramp up to a whole nother level. Your ratings and reviews go a long way to helping us get recognized and to promote the show. And they mean a lot to my team and I. If you want to know more, go to our website, www.phenomleap.com.au. P-H-E-N-O-M-L-E-A-P.com.au. Or follow me on LinkedIn and feel free to message me there. Thank you very much for listening and we look forward to giving you more tips on next week's episode.